tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Joining me, as always, is my good friend, Xavier Guerrero, and the man, the myth, the legend, Jay Nice, Johnny Wooded. How are you guys? What's up, dude? Doing good. Hey, man. Uh, you got your first set in the main room last night at Comedy Chaos. How'd you feel, buddy? Oh, that was great. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Everybody crushed all night. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who came out to Comedy Chaos last night. Our 64th sold-out show. More to come. Oh, wow. They already said they want to bring us back. Uh, back on a regular schedule, whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday, we shall see. But thank you for everybody who came out. Hey, today's an emergency uh, episode. We have um, Jason Burmese and Josh Syndergaard coming on to discuss... Uh. Uh, uh, Elon Musk, we're going to probably break a couple hearts today. Got two <laughs> dudes who are going to be a little upset, but that's the show. And with it, we have the dangerous conversations and we appreciate you guys tuning in. I do. I'm just going to do a real quick. We have a couple, uh, dates coming up. Laguna Nigel on May 11th. Go check out it's a small room. So grab your tickets now. And then we also have, uh, at the end of the month, I'm going to be uh, in Holland, Michigan on May 26th, and then Grand Rapids, Michigan, May 27th, and then if you go down, and it's not up yet, but I am going to be in Ohio January 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and those are different dates, um, different cities. I think it's going um, uh, Columbus, Cleveland, and then one more, I forget which the other city is. I got to look it up. Anyways, so go check it out. Those those dates should be up on samtriplee.com. So Ohio, come and see me. Uh, anything else, guys? I just want to get into it today because I'm super excited. But, you know, if you want to see, uh, listen to some free content, go to samtriplee.com. The radio station is crushing. A lot of you guys are watching your videos on samtriplee.com. All my content is there to watch all my shows. If you want to listen to some free audio, samtriplee.com, Broken Sim. We're recording one of those tonight. It's one of my favorite podcasts to do. It's the it's basically me looking for danger uh, and talking about on the show. Cash Daddy's Financial Show, Punch Drunk Sports Show, uh, Union, The Unwanted, my panel show, and then some shows from the vault of my Rockfin shows. We have uh, Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen and Zero, my spiritual show, and Zero will video will be available here on Sam Tripoli as well. So uh, anything else, guys? Nope. No, that's it. Nope. Okay, Let's last go. thing, Telegram. Check out the Telegram. It's been fired. Just go to com and click the link, and we'll make it happen. There you go. We should be at 4,000 sooner than later. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the show.
Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. Okay, listen, I take Athletic Greens because I love the energy, the vitamin, and the boom I get every morning. Okay, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and epigens to help you start your day right, okay? The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, okay? It is all things, okay? It's lifestyle friendly, all right? Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it's got it, okay? Tons of people are taking some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body can actually absorb, okay? it's re- Just check out Athletic Greens. got over 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water a day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health anymore. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packets with your purchase, okay? All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and take ownership of your health and pick up daily nutritional insurance. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. All right, guys, let's get into this. Here we go. Should be interesting. Always a pleasure to have our two guests on. Whenever they're on, you know they bring it. Super excited. He's a dominating rock fan. He's the info warrior. Please welcome Jason Burmese. How are you, Jason? I'm good, brother. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining me again. And from parts unknown, places unknown, who knows what war zone he's coming from or whatever weird Mexican living room he's in. Please welcome Josh Sergerson. Yes, I got it. Mm. Almost, almost. Almost. What is it? Sigurdsson, but it's all good. The name doesn't matter. Josh, good to see you again. Good to see you. Always good to see you, Sam. Thank you. Um, Josh, for those who may not be familiar with your last appearance, where where can they find you? Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm at World Alternative Media. I'm now on Rockfin at World Alternative Media, as well as Bitchute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighton, and of course Float, where we just came from Float Fest uh, just a few days uh, ago. It was great, it was great. And Jason, where can they find you? Um, I'm still on YouTube somehow, some way. Uh, you can find me there, uh, where I am often taken off and censored. Of course, Rockfin.com, but we are also at theinfowarrior.podbean.com. And when I simulcast, you can actually call in live via the Podbean app to uh, add another dimension to the show. So trying to expand and uh, trying to get the word out everywhere I can. Well, you're crushing it, buddy. You're crushing it. You're pure fire. Guys, thanks for joining me. Um, Both of you had, uh, well, Jason had hit me up a couple times about doing this topic. And then I saw Josh at Float Fest, which was a ton of fun, or as, um, XG called it some redneck event, which is hilarious. Like, it's like, hey, could you be more stereotypical of white people? But so many fucking white people. I'm like, it's a fucking rednecks. I'm like, dude, there's you, no rednecks here. Literally, there's a chick with a fucking crotch full of fur, and that's that about crazy. it. That's so, about it. 
Says the guy that's called that living room Mexican for no reason. Yeah, well, because I know it's in Mexico. And that's <laughs> Spanish colonialism, man. Okay, respect. So you guys want to get into uh, Elon Musk and what he represents in your eyes, what he may, may not represent in some other people's eyes, but your evidence that he is not the savior everybody is making him out to be. He's actually a Trojan horse and stuff like that. Am I wrong, Jason? No, right? No, I mean, I, I don't know how anybody could think this guy's the savior. I mean, if you think of the agendas that uh, out of the gates, he's not only pr promoted, but been a part of, especially well, what's so disappointing, it's the agendas that have literally been warned about uh, by the quote-unquote awoken to the new world order crowd since the 80s and 90s. Let's start with digital money, right? He's one of the guys with Peter Thiel of all people that helps bring us uh, the very loving PayPal, the first digital money, right? That's kind of a big deal. And then all of a sudden, all these people who say they want to make the world great and give us electric cars, they get crushed. Who doesn't get crushed? Elon Musk. Oh, well, let's, let's let the musker do uh, in there. Then on top of that, he's talking climate change agenda. He's, he's pro uh, carbon credit system. He's pro world government. He's prancing around in suits that say Novos Ordos Seclorum. He's subsidized by the government. He's putting up weaponized satellites. Oh yeah. And he wants to commercialize brain chips. I, I lost it when we were supposed to think he was cool about anything. You know, just because someone occasionally talks about free speech doesn't mean that they're not being pushed by the establishment. And you know, just the proof is in the pudding. He made more money during the pandemic than Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Warren yeah. Buffett, Larry Page, and Sergey Brin, who obviously all love us as well. And because Elon Musk's Twitter account tweets out, I love you, somehow there are musketeers everywhere thinking he is the second coming of Jesus Christmas. Am I wrong, Mr. Sigurdsson? Absolutely not. I mean, I've thought for a long time, if anyone is going to be an antichrist, the antichrist would come under the colors of likability, humor. Why would the person who is to become the antichrist be unlikable? Of course, he's going to bring nice things. He's going to bring us goodies. Everyone's going to be happy because he's bringing back free speech. He's, he's standing for the people, for the working class people. That's always going to be the view that people have of whomever, um, you know, manipulates psychologically them into uh, subservience. I, we have to remember that he gets money from the Chinese government, the people most involved, the country most involved in creating and working to Towards the great reset he's putting satellites in space that look at it this way if they were to shut down the internet and push us into a social credit system where we could only use the internet via starlink it would be the perfect situation for him uh i i see uh tyranny always comes under the guise of convenience what people don't realize is Elon Musk's family goes back a long ways. In fact, his grandfather was a man by the name of Joshua Haldman, and uh, he ran a thing called Technocracy Incorporated back in the 1930s and 40s alongside a few people in Canada. In fact, he ended up uh, being investigated by the Canadian government for this because his goal was to get rid of all politicians, which sounds great to start, but the reason was because he wanted to create a global state, and that global state was going to be called Technate. It was a global technocratic um, civilization, one world government that was run by robots. 
Now, you guys can go and look this up for yourself. CBC News state-run media in Canada has full stories on this. He ended up having to leave Canada to Africa with Elon Musk uh, in the early days. And, uh, you know, he was obviously the father of May Musk, who we've seen in all sorts of Illuminati uh, symbolism over the last few years. But he moved the family to South Africa in order to search for underground Nephilim <laughs> ancient civilizations. So, you know, I'm not going to throw any cast or any shadow on that. Honestly, it's kind of an interesting thing to be investigating. And as many know from the last time I was on the show or on, on actually tinfoil hat, rather, um, I had, uh, you know, hitchhiked through Africa looking for Atlantis. So, look, I'm no one to say that he's crazy. But what Elon Musk said, which I find um, really interesting, is that what he is building today is based in um, inspiration from his grandfather to finish the work that his grandfather was doing. Now, when the Great Reset comes upon us, it's going to be convenience. So everything around us, inflation, supply chain, the stock market, eugenics operations, um, housing, all that will collapse. And what is left? Well, this giant global um, technocratic super state, will, which will help keep us alive, give us the convenient things we all want, and we will own nothing and we will be happy. Don't forget, my friends, what has been propping up China for so long? The U.S. stopped Japan from overthrowing China in the 1940s under the guise of, oh, Japan wants to bomb the U.S. and, you know, the false flag of Pearl Harbor. And that moves into the, the creation of many different technocratic organizations. Uh, one has to remember, you know, Henry Kissinger met with Mao Zedong in the early 1970s to create an artificial alliance with China that would allow them to have a monopoly on exporting and importing. That led to the, the creation of the Trilateral Commission under Zbigniew Brzezinski in the late 1970s during the Carter administration. And Brzezinski, who died a few years ago, thankfully, said, and I yeah. quote, um, we dream of a global technocratic super state and we will create one and we will utilize China for our goals. Now, the issue isn't China itself. It's the idea of China as a guinea pig state for the new world yeah. order. They're currently replacing the new world order that we currently know weaponized in all the military industrial complex with a new new world order with the special drawing rights at the, at the imf connected to a global social credit system and elon musk is is leading this charge more than anyone else but of course he gives people back their free speech that they could have had on any alternative platform anyway guys we've seen so many people making ridiculous money from crypto but did you know that it's easy for you to do the same the Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply do what he does. So let me tell you about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subscribers and 1 million views. Since March 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put $100 into each one, it would now be worth more than $53,000. Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times from when he named it. That one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. So if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com slash TFH. You'll not only find proof of everything I've said here, but our listeners can get full access for just $1. 
You won't find this offer anywhere else, but act fast because it ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash TFH. That's TFH. Don't take this offer lightly. James is the real deal. Go visit the site now. By the way, he's done nothing because he hasn't purchased it yet. And all this theatrics that are going on is that theatrics. He's just secured the, uh, like $8 billion to uh, get the ball rolling. So nothing's actually happened with that yet. And this is all again, theater. And I, I want to get into Twitter and what, what him purchasing Twitter could actually be about, which is 230 trying to get rid of 230 and that to me would just annihilate the internet it would just be completely and utterly destroy any dissenting voice because they could sue the fuck out of you until you you know you just get off the internet because you can't afford the lawsuits anymore and as bad as twitter and youtube and facebook and all these places are for censorship They've been able to operate in a way where they, are, they aren't held accountable for the everything said on their website, which to me allows people like us to, you know, I mean, Jason Burmese just said he's somehow still on YouTube. If 203 goes, that's almost gone. There's like no chance of that because all it takes is someone some bot, some somebody, uh, some agent of chaos, some provocateur coming on and suing you because you 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 know touch him in his uh, private place with your words, and now he wants to sue you for misinformation, all that stuff, and that really. So Sam, going. let me just say this: I, I don't think it's that at all because they've already set up really a, a flow of almost ninety to ninety five percent of the general populace through their platforms and it's kind of their armor 203 as they censor because the pressure is being put on by the government. It's not us. The companies need to do more, even without legislation. And now through Homeland Security, they've made it even easier to do so because they can classify more and more. So I think that's the wrong direction. I think they're trying to erect a savior that is telling you we will coup who we want to coup. Now, um, Sigurdsson talked a little bit about Starlink. People have to read this isn't about Starlink. All right. This guy is out there. Like, this is what, how cartoon level it is. Think about this. If somebody who was a billionaire and one of the, supposedly the richest guy on the planet, I don't buy that, is challenging Putin to single combat while arming the Ukraine. Okay. Oh, there he is with Peter Thiel with next level. Let me say this next level Defense Department satellites. You don't think so? He launched one today literally launched U.S. spy satellites today. Okay, these are part of the Blackjack program. They're the ride-along program. Uh, You can uh, read about it right here. He deployed over the summer two Mandrake 2 satellites as part of this program. Okay, and over Easter weekend, he also launched more spy satellites. Now, you could argue alone that the Starlink, okay, is a big deal because The Starlink alone is being used for drone strikes. So you heard about the Sidewinder drones and the ghost drones. They're linking up to his satellite systems. So this dude is out there challenging Poot Poot to single combat, getting in fights with real members of parliament in Twitter threads, and then launching 
military-grade cargo used against the Russian military anywhere in an hour via SpaceX, and people think he's taking us to the moon and Mars. I mean, it's it's cartoon level, bro. This guy is helping to start World War III. Make no mistake about it. I was here to defend Elon Musk. I'm sold. This was Dr. Evil. Hold like, on. We're You're already, already out, we, bro? You're dude, already how, out. I, I, all I had was, uh, I want a Tesla. Uh, I mean, obviously, Neuralink's horrible. That's the, that, but this DARPA shit, I didn't know he was in there helping drone strikes. Let, let me well, just you know, st- stop you right here, okay? <laughs> XG, maybe, maybe, you have to understand. Yeah. The, br- the brain chips that are now being put out there commercially, because they're out there. Uh, let's show you these stories. I was going to show you, you a video one? first. But they're commercially out there. Um, it's hip and cool to have a brain chip when you're paralyzed. The first words out of your mouth is, I need a beer. This is on TMZ, bro. That's and then, so funny, dude. <laughs> listen, then they're telling you that it's going to cure your PTSD and depression. Okay, because this is how they're introducing it. And I'm going to show you some really wild stuff in a moment. This woman is so happy after having her brain chip with her severe depression that she's outside <laughs> in a garden by herself in a mask. That's that's how well the brain chip has worked. But they're selling you that this severely depressed woman is doing better. Okay, oh. because she has the brain chip now. She looks kind of healthy. Yeah, she looks real healthy. <laughs> yeah, not not. Hey, get out, do a little exercise, maybe change up your diet, meet some friends. Put a brain chip in and we're going to solve everything. Now, if you got to read, uh, because this is going to link into it, uh, not only do we have right now the uh, brain computer interfaces document from Rand and the U.S. military for 2040. Wild enough, we're really not going to delve into that much. But Future Strategic Issues and Warfare by Dennis Bushnell pre-9-11. Okay, this was published uh, in July of 2001. Okay, he went on tour with this. Now, I found Mr. Bushnell talking about some very interesting things over the years. And in uh, 2000, and by the way, this is a total and complete blueprint for what's been going on. 2025, I mean, we're almost there. They predicted, uh, again, in 2001, that the bio-nano era would begin in 2020, and then they injected billions of people with DARPA-grade bio-nano technology. Unbelievable, dude. The next next era is the virtual era. But human brain interfaces are a big part of that. So are spy satellites. So right here, Dennis Bushnell, he's still the chief engineer over at uh, NASA, by the way. He was uh, prior to this when he put out that document. Oh, by the way, he's been around pre-Apollo Gemini. Here he is talking about human brain interfaces. And in 2018, let's take some bets here, XG. I'm going to, you too, Tripoli, even you, Sigurdsson. How many brain chips does he admit are in people in 2018? Now, I'm going to give you a hint. In 2011, he says 10,000. Now, we're not talking about cochlear implants. We're not talking about rental implants. We're talking about legit, crazy lady in a garden brain implants. Oh, I got it. The Norlick? I, I got it. 3.3 million? I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to let it play. But he says 3.3 million in 2018. Go ahead. Go with... 100,000. 100,000 XG. Triple A. Who's going to be the closest? I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I want to go a dollar to be honest with you, but I'm going to say uh, 20 million. 
20 mil. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, we're going to play it. Okay. You made it. Okay. Did I ruin your thing? Because no, I mean, man, can you imagine 20 million people rolling around with like DARPA level brain chips right now? Yeah. That'll yeah, be yeah. commercialized. This is in 2018 again. And I said 10,000 in 2011. So here he's going to talk about this and he's going to talk about how Musk is like the best thing since breakfast. Humans are now becoming cyborgs. We have cochlear implants to hear artificial retinas to see. Artificial hearts to live, artificial limbs to move, artificial organs to functions, and brain chips. There's a couple hundred thousand people wandering around with brain chips now. Oh, my Defects God. Generally yeah. defective brains and increasingly to fix memory and other things. DARPA's working on brain chips for super soldiers. And people are now working thanks to uh, Musk and other people funding uh, direct machine brain communications. The, the, it's not us versus them, us versus the machines. We're merging. Oh, and wow. this is the human evolution of the humans. There is no more natural evolution of anything. Of anything. People are convinced that the human evolution of everything is 10 million times faster than any natural <laughs> evolution. And so this is just part of the human evolution of the humans, which will apply in a little bit when I talk about something else. So then I I get into the uh, satellites here where he's, this guy's a defense department guy. He's the head of the Jason group. If you know what that is, when scientists get together, he's telling you what the agenda is right there. And if you saw that document, it's the virtual era. And I've got this guy talking about, it goes all the way up to guess what? Not only automation and robotization, and merging with the machines, but you uploading your consciousness to whatever metaverse they decide. Damn. So I don't know about you, but I'm going out human, brothers and sisters. Like, I'm not, you know, Sigerson talked about the Antichrist, and, uh, you know, that's another thing that gets me. I'm not a religious guy by any means, right? Spiritual at best. But again, we're not even talking about, like, the last, like, 30 years of people talking about the New York New World Order or 40 years. People have been talking about the Antichrist coming as, like, an angel of light for, I don't know, since the I've Bible's been, been around. I've too, dude. I'm like, <laughs> this guy fits everything that they say about the Antichrist. He's like, everyone loves him. He saves us. Everything's great. And it's just like... Because, you know, every president that comes through, he, oh, he's the anti, he, he's the anti. It's too easy, man. It's yeah. too easy. But this guy fits all that, man. Everybody celebrates. No matter what he does, everybody celebrates him. And it's just kind of crazy, dude. And, like, here he is trying to save Twitter, which, you know, they lied about all of their numbers. So we know that everyone's already talking about how Twitter wasn't getting any any traction. Now we know that's even a bigger lie than we thought before. Well, and look at who they're going after here. So most of the people that are going after Elon Musk are the people who injected themselves with poison in the last couple of years. So <laughs> look, they're going after the next group of people now, the rest of us. And I do think this is really important because, you know, you talked a little bit, you mentioned the Antichrist issue. Um, the brain implant issue is so close to what I've been talking about for years. The main point of technocracy is to rebuild the Tower of Babel out of the Bible. The Tower of Babel, everyone spoke to each other telepathically and 
then they replaced God until they were struck down and everyone spoke different languages and there were warring factions for many centuries to come after that. Remember that Elon Musk is literally pushing forward everything that we read about in the Bible, whether we're religious or not. The reality is these are very spiritual people, but not spiritual in the way that you know many of us might be. It's spiritual in the way where they are trying to recreate something that happened in ancient history again, and they think this time they're going to get away with it. It's the fact that for the last couple of years, they've been involved in a massive human sacrifice. Many have said, and I don't support any violence, but many have pointed out rightly that, you know, if they kill all the, the dumb people and leave only the smart people left, all you're going to have left are smart people that are going to go lynch people like Bill Gates and, and people like that. And Bill Gates isn't worried about that. Why isn't he worried about that? Well, he's not worried about it because it doesn't matter. This was only about control for a period of time. This is only about money for a period of time. The ultimate goal is a giant human sacrifice and not just of individuals living flesh, but consciousness itself. Everything that makes human humanity great empathy. This is a war on humanity. And if the biggest problem in the world that we face right now is a war on humanity, the solution is to be more human and be more empathetic and get together in groups and replace and, uh, you know, replace the civilization that they're creating. Um, you mentioned Ukraine and Russia earlier, and that's a really big part of this because people are distracted whether, oh, Zelensky's an actor. Yeah, of course he is. Or Putin must be a really bad guy. Whatever. The point is, that is a very small fraction of what this whole agenda is actually about. Um, look at who the biggest supporters of Russia are, for example, China and Israel. Well, I don't think Israel has been involved in any wars in the past. Oh, wait. Yeah, almost all of them. Uh, let's see. China, the idea for technocracy and replacing um, the previous civilization with a new transhumanist civilization, something that the Trilateral Commission has been working on for so long. Russia, just like Elon Musk, is a psyop. It's that, oh, these guys are so great because they're not as bad as those other guys. Yeah, but look who is backing them. Just like Elon Musk, Russia gets insane amounts of money from China. And in fact, recently, Israel just swapped out a bunch of the their U.S. dollar holdings for Chinese yuan as they're moving for the social credit system. Again, if you don't have a social credit score that's good, you can't you know access the internet. If you don't have a social credit score that's good, you can't access the currency, the basket of currencies, special drawing rights that they're going to implement um, as uh, as we get you know order out of chaos with the collapse of either Ukraine or Russia. It doesn't matter. Those countries don't matter in this mix. The real issue is the, the technocratic agenda, the great reset. And so you have all these different ways of doing it. The vaccine passports, the fake pandemic. Sure. That's a big part of it. It's been a huge part of it. Uh, you know, you got people injecting themselves with poison, huge part of it, but there's more to it. It's the things that make people desperate. You don't have food on the shelves at the store because people have been weakened and dumbed down because of this transhumanist agenda that they can't grow their own. They can't build their own house. They can't do the things that humanity was supposed to be able to do the ma the most basic parts of humanity itself. What we're seeing is a replacement of all independence with a transhumanist world order based in lack of consciousness. They want to destroy the consciousness in the being. They want to destroy the soul with the vaccine, destroy the health, destroy the independence. And again, you'll have nothing and you'll be happy because the government will give you free housing, which Elon Musk will surely be involved in. Uh, you know, you'll get free internet from Elon Musk, which you have to behave to be able to use. And I mean, this goes on and on brain implants. It's literally the Tower of Babel. We are going to be what talking to each other with in our minds. It's absurd. 
Speaking of Tower of Babel, I, uh, I saw someone post something. Uh, I think it was Isaac Weisip uh, posted something about Amazon's new headquarters is exactly the design of the Tower of Babel mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now with Elon Musk. Uh, I kind of want to get into the whole story of Elon Musk because it is, is riddled with fraud from the beginning. From the beginning, the story of Elon Musk, it's my whole theory, guys, and this is where we get into Sam Tripoli cuckoo town, okay? But it's my whole theory that even the story of, like, the Mayor Rothschild, I think all of that's bullshit. I think they just tell us a story. Oh, he was 13 years old, and he was, like, just going up this financial investment firm, and he was just so, and then he did this, and he did that. Based on everything I know, about all these tech nerds who are billionaires, their whole stories are lies. The difference between then and now is that we have an we have a we have a, a internet that has a, a permanent record, and they're all bull. It's all bullshit. And Elon Musk's story is one hundred percent a part of it. He 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 comes from you know Rogan, who I love with all my heart. I love him. Yeah, you know, he talks about like Jeffrey Bezos, like working harder than everybody else, just nonstop trying to figure out how to get books to people. You're like, that was all <laughs> bullshit, dude. It was all well, bullshit. Can it's we cool. talk about that for a second, Sam? Because yeah, I, you know, I think it. it's pretty interesting. For instance, yeah. uh, Bezos, right? A lot of people don't understand. We're talking a lot of DARPA, and we should because. DARPA, for those that don't know, you know, we talked about that bio nano era, but DARPA itself, um, well, Bezos's grandfather was the very first director of DARPA. So, you know, I, these people kind of get picked out through their families, I think. I, I think the same thing with Musk and, and kind of groomed into these positions because Amazon is what's known as a Trojan horse civilian system for the delivery system. Just like SpaceX, like everybody thinks, oh, we're going to Mars and the cool guy's taking us there, right? No, you're uh, running military cargo anywhere in the world in an hour and you're using DARPA technology and DARPA was awarded $25 million for MRNA to stop pandemics, of course, and biological attacks to Moderna all the way back in 2013. And remember when they found that there was that 12 um, sequence uh, peptide where um, it was identical to the virus, that was a patent from Moderna in conjunction with TARPA only two and a half years later in 2016. And when you look at this again, I want to make sure that everybody does understand. And that was for a cancer drug that they were developing uh, through mRNA. Uh, with the strategic collaborators, of course, it was AstraZeneca, Merck, and the good people at DARPA and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, of <laughs> okay. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm sorry if I don't trust the Defense Department. Here it is, fight pandemics with mRNA drugs, especially after what we've seen. I mean, we just got a new Pfizer dump today. And to say that the data is not ter- uh, horrific is to ignore it. Uh, you'd have to literally ignore that data. Uh, and you have to look at what Musk is actually doing. It's funny because he talked about how you're going to get your free house. Well, Musk has already got your sustainable home. $15,000. Here it is. The good guy Musk, he's got it ready. Now, it's funny because in that 2011 speech I have of Bushnell, 
There's two code words out there, guys, because, you know, we need code words for the plebs, for the serfs. Uh, those are sustainability, which means a steady decline of your and mine uh, standards of living. And then productivity, which means the ever uh, present automation and robotization of everything as the robots take over. So, again, look what he's doing. He's bringing us along into this transhumanist future and he's making the illusion that there are good guys and bad guys. He's the Clark Kent and Bezos is the Lex Luthor, right? Um, while you still step along and you say, hey, wait, no, I, I want it to remain human. Why are we building this society? Okay. And then that's my opinion on it. And I, and I don't think it's much of an, uh, uh, of a far opinion. You know, if he were challenged on anything, it's like rocket technology. You know, you talk about going to the moon and Mars. It's like, well, that's fiction. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, why, why is it that we're using basically variants of the Saturn V rockets in public? Okay, we're not talking about any propulsion systems that have been developed over the last, you know, six plus decades. Let's be real. The Oxcart program, which you can read up about extensively in Area 51 by Annie Jacobson, and you can even read on it Wikipedia. Took us over 60,000 feet in the air. That's uh, how big the Dick rocket goes and how far the uh, Branson rocket goes. It's 2022. Get with the program. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, China hasn't been up there. Russia hasn't been up there. No one's been up there except for us in the 60s and 70s. And somehow, good old Dennis Bushnell's connected to that. It's weird. I actually have Bushnell on tape at a forum. And somebody starts talking about the prediction to go to Mars and he just starts cracking the fuck up. Like it's the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. And I'm not going to read into that any more than anything else, but these people are deceptive. You're dealing with technology. If you look in that document, it tells you they procure in about 15 years and then they hold it for 40 plus and then release it through Trojan horse civilian systems to the consumers. That's just a reality. Yeah. And, and let's keep in mind a quote from Elon Musk from 2019, where he said he's accelerating starship development to build the Martian technocracy. And he just left it as that, you know, usually they just throw things up and don't explain what they're talking about. What is Martian technocracy? Well, we know technocracy is uh, the creation of technology that can replace humans essentially. Um, and there's a lot to go into and unpack, unpack there. So I won't you know, bore you with all the details, but I, I find, I feel like I'm drifting more and more in the direction of, you know, what Alex Jones called interdimensional space demons, because <laughs> interdimensional space demons everywhere yeah. they're everywhere and we need to pray to Christ right now yeah, well, what else one day what else would be Elon Musk we love you <laughs> what else would be the Martian technocracy and look these people try to humanize uh, inhuman I mean I met Jeff Bezos actually once um, a few years ago getting off of an economy flight oh look at look at one of the richest guys in the world getting on an economy flight he's like one of us it's, it's something that all these guys kind of try and do it's what Elon does with the memeing and stuff he's trying to tap into um, the you know the meme culture on Reddit and keep in mind this is a guy who a few years ago claimed <laughs> Claimed that exactly. You have an article up. Billionaire Elon Musk says he is currently couch surfing. That is exactly what I'm talking about. They're trying to humanize it. And remember that this guy a couple of years ago, when asked who his favorite inventor was, remember this is a guy who runs Tesla. Uh, his favorite inventor, 
Edison, Edison, really? Edison, you're, you're going to run yeah. Tesla. Edison stole all of his inventions, much like Elon Musk whips a bunch of Chinese people to do most of the stuff for him anyway. So he's not actually as genius as he seems. So again, people are, are very confused by what they, they want to look up to someone. They want someone to be there to save them. And the problem is, again, whether you're religious or not, if, if you read all the ancient stories throughout history of a civilization being taken over, usually by snakes, it is that um, they came in peace. They went to, um, you know, change the world, give them a new civilization, teach them all these things, make things more sophisticated. And then the rug was pulled out beneath them. All civilizations will collapse eventually. And the survivors are the ones that live among hunter gatherer societies. That's what the Atlanteans did. That's what the Sumerians did, the Olmecs, etc. What happens when you become so technologically capable, capable that you don't know how to, you know, forage or, you know, get water or build a home anymore. Well, you become weak and dependent, and then you know you're easily controlled uh, under the guise of dependence and convenience. So uh, when we see things like um, Neuralink, when we see things like Starlink, when we see all of these technologies being developed, we have to remember that the solution again is always to be more human. We need to be tougher people. We need to be smarter, more individual, uh, individualistic um, at at heart. Um, remember, Elon Musk also recently uh, said that the vaccine are safe, effective, and they're no different than getting an EpiPen. An EpiPen, you know, the, the things that people yeah. use when they are seriously allergic to something. Th this is our populist hero. Well, that's the thing. Populism is never actually consistent. It is poking and, and grasping at the things that people are weakened by, that people want in order to manipulate them into subservience to whatever that thing might be. Trump did it. Uh, we see that with Elon Musk. We see that with Putin. We see that with a lot of people in independent media as well. And this is where people have to be smarter. Just because you're awake doesn't mean you are awake. A lot of people are identitarians in um, the truth movement as well. They attach themselves to things that sound good. Well, Elon Musk is going to overthrow like the Rothschild family. And, you know, this is not going to happen. Like he's getting all his money from the China. The fact that the, 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 the people who are buying back Twitter from, from Elon Musk were the same people that were the top investors in Tesla. It's yeah. all theater of the stupid. And they have a digital ID that they want to come out with on Twitter, too. I mean, he's talking about uh, hooking it up, just like Mark Zuckerberg is utilizing social media like Facebook as a social credit system. Remember, when we're talking about um, the social credit system, it's already started. Facebook has it. You, instead of caring about your own successes and what you've done good in life, you care about what other people think of you. If you get likes, if you get shares, if you get views. And that, it translates into everyday life, just like self-censorship. Well, Elon Musk is doing that to Twitter in a more populist way way where you have uh, you know him talking already about bringing in a digital id verification system so that no one can you know be private on on uh twitter while covering up that message a few hours later by saying he wants to integrate possibly signal into the messenger function on twitter which signal just got caught um through the back door handing over information to the fbi i believe regarding january 6th so again it is a trap and i don't know how many times i could yell this from mountain tops but i've been trying to say this for years and he just keeps getting more and more popular among the people who you think would be speaking out against him more than anyone else that is how i believe he is is the antichrist because the antichrist will be a popular funny 
likable person, but just open, peek through that door into the shadows just a little bit and look into him a little bit. Just look into his family, look into his mother, look into his grandfather. And you quickly realize that this is a massive trap. And if people fall for it, God help us all. That is a great reset. And again, most of his fanboys are aware of the great reset, yet they love Elon Musk. It's a, it's a perfect manipulation psychologically. And if you take a look at like, again, going back to his childhood, his family, his father used to brag that they had so much money they couldn't close the vault. So right there, we're, we're, we're going into trust fund kids. He goes to college. He says he has a billion IQ, never been tested, never proved it. I, I don't know if he flunked out of school, but I know that he like didn't finish. Right. So now he's got all this money. And that's the thing about Jeff Bezos. I don't want to get too much into him because that's a whole different episode. But Jeff Bezos, same thing. Hardest working guy as he went around to all of his rich relatives and asked for startup money and basically took DARPA technology to do, like Jason was saying, we've been saying it forever, took DARPA technology and they use it on books to perfect it because nobody cares about books. None of the idiots care about them manipulating book markets, okay? So then he buys PayPal and he completely and utterly changes the history of PayPal. He makes it so its official history is that he invented or was part of the group that invented PayPal. Not true at all. It was already started. It was called something else. He changed the name to PayPal so that he would be seen as the founder. Same thing with Tesla. He didn't invent Tesla. He wasn't creating it. He bought Tesla out, changed the history of the story, and then he got into it. And listen, man, I don't care who you are. When you fuck Amber Heard after what you saw her do to Johnny Depp, there's another level of scumbag out there. Like, who's? <laughs> I can't wait to see the, the the guy that ends up banging Amber Heard after he knows she shits on beds, and nobody will care because her beauty will still intoxicate people that they'll totally forget that they're sticking their dick in black magic. Okay, but it's the whole story. Is a complete, there's no truth to any of it. Just like Zuckerberg, just like Jeff Bezos, just like Bill Gates. There's no part of those stories that are authentic. They, they may not be dumb, but they're not the masterminds we think they are. They were, they were rich kids whose parents positioned them to uh, kind of take over the family business or at least the family desires and goals. And that's what they do. The, the parents get it only so far, and then the offspring comes and keeps carrying it farther. That's exactly what is going on. So this whole thing about the elites, everyone expecting the elites to control us, the billionaire trust fund kid club, is the most dangerous group in the world. It, fascism will never come in the form of a dude with a funny mask throwing up fucking hand signals. It's not going to be that. It's going to be fucking technocrat billionaire fucking trust fund kids in boardrooms trying to come at us. And that's all of this, dude. And the notion that he's going to clean up Twitter, it's never, it's just going to become a bigger cesspool because what's going to happen is he's going to let a bunch of people say a bunch of shit and then a bunch of con, uh, agent provocateurs are going to come in and start saying all the words that create the bat signal for censorship to come in and censor. And that's just going to be a fucking 
just a cesspool dumpster fire. That's all it's going to be, man. It's yeah. all it's going to be. They will the never real... let freedom of cho- uh, free expression happen. They'll never let it happen, dude. Not even a budge of a minute. So they'll flood it with fucking toxic messages over and over and over and over again. That's just how they do it. Well, the real censorship is going to come uh, eventually with the digital ID system where, yeah, you could say whatever you want until they gather. By the way, Elon Musk now, if he takes over Twitter, he gets all of this information for his AI from what, 15 years of every message sent on Twitter, every reaction that everyone has ever had to anything on Twitter. You can create not an emotional, but a very intelligent, um, you know, robot based on that. Now, just regarding Amber Heard, keep in mind that a couple of years ago, uh, an articles came out about more than one. I think it was three of Elon Musk's uh, exes uh, claiming that he would pay men to come over and bang them in front of him. Um, okay, he, I'm so not he's judging got a, that, dude. So he's got a, let people get weird. Let hey, so people he's, get no, weird. but what I'm saying is he's got a cuck fetish, and uh, I find that very interesting coming from one of the richest guy in, guys in the world because, yeah, dude, again, people they're trying get weird. to... I, I just want to not demonize getting weird because I think that there's... I like right, well, to... If, if, if he likes getting cocked, that could be the best thing about him at this well, point, right? Well, I mean, can on. we agree on if, that? If we're Hold on. If we're going to get into the weird sex stuff, I, I have to bring this up again because we're building the persona of the hero. And, and uh, I got a hard out in like 15 got, I minutes. I thought you got gotta, hard there. Sorry. Yeah, I guess like, all the time because I got to pick up <laughs> my niece, really t- taking it bad. But for instance, they're building up, up as a hero. Not only is the man of the year at time, I know another time man of the year, Hitler. Um, but recently the big news is, oh, he wants to see the Ghislaine Maxwell uh, list, right? He wants to see the client list. Well, he's in a picture with her. And there are claims that he tried to introduce Zuckerberg to her. Now, I don't know whether that's true, but I certainly don't just trust the guy. And there's one other thing that I think that we have to talk about that he's involved with. Um, that, you know, actually Sigurdsson, you should have a lot to say about this because I know you've talked about crypto now for a very extensive amount of time. Well, crypto is great when it's decentralized and there's legitimacy behind it. Mm-hmm. But he mentioned SDRs, special drawing rights units. And I've been talking about those for almost 15 years. I think in 2008, 2009, when uh, they decided to go zeros and ones and nothing to back a currency that the International Monetary Fund could give to everybody, that's really the birthing process of what they want to do. And when they talk about these central bank digital currencies, they talk about things like XRP or Ripple that really have no basis and are what could be known as meme coins. Well, obviously, one of the biggest pump and dumps ever that we saw that actually did expand upon not only Elon Musk's wealth, but his lore was the Dogecoin. There's absolutely nothing to back up the Dogecoin. And yet all of a sudden he was a hero to all these crypto people who made hand over fist of the Elon Musk coin because he knew how to tweet. And that's another very, very dangerous aspect to this, especially, and I could play you this video, because the World Food Program and the UN are going to use the blockchain in conjunction with these um, digital biometric IDs that Sigurdsson has talked about. So you can get your food and you can get your job and you can be in your camp. And they proudly have a little commercial about it with their nice little music, like when you're going to own nothing and be happy. So once again, another big red alert on Mr. Musk. I agree, man. I totally agree. 
I think that, you know, I, I like crypto, but I think there's a lot of stuff's going on. It could easily be dark and have some very uh, new world order qualities to it for sure. And my, my enthusiasm for crypto isn't what it was two years ago. Uh, I just think it's so manipulated right now and it just doesn't even make sense. And they're just, I mean, a big thing is like, what if you get everybody to invest in crypto? They, they make money and then you bottom it out and now they got to pay taxes on all this shit and they're just going to nail you, bro. And it's just, you see it happening more and more. I have so many people who bought a ton of crypto that just did their taxes and they're like, I'm fucked, bro. I'm fucked. And it's just like, what if that's a game as well, too? I just, I think we're just, we just, everybody running to billionaires again. Everybody running to bill, And it's like, you know what? It's so funny. The right and the conservatives have had such a nice run since like the end of the Obama administration and then Hillary debacle and the press going after Trump all the time. We could have a discussion on what Trump is, but the illusion of a right versus left, they've had a nice run. And now buying into, uh, buying into, uh, uh, Elon Musk, this Roe versus Wade thing, which they're, they're just in it, hook, line, and sinker with everything going on when this Pfizer dump just happened. And nobody, there's a couple people talking about it on Twitter, but not even to the number of everyone thanking Elon for t- saving Twitter, even though he hasn't done it yet. And now Roe versus Wade saying crazy shit that just well, harkens back to the religious right that everyone ran from that they were able to cut off and kind of go into more of a, um, uh, of a libertarian uh, Republican party. Again, spiritual guy, have no problem with religion. Don't care. But when you start saying crazy shit, like, Oh, if you don't want to have a a baby, don't have kids. You're like, you're in cuckoo land. Okay. If you start saying that to people, you're in a cuckoo land. No one's going to buy into that. You start going deep into this crazy times. It's just you're never gonna get everybody behind that. And here we go. Where we're gonna well, keep going. Stan, let me let me push back just a little bit because I do think that, that that ruling, um, first of all, it isn't even a ruling yet, right? It's a leak. It's not even at the ruling right, stage. Right, but it's done at a particular out. time. Sure. Well, I think that um any way you look at it, whether you're for or against it having and by the way, this isn't banning abortion, it's allowing the states to vote on each. Number one. You could argue that the reason that they're even looking at it and overturning it is because now you're talking about infanticide in some states. And the actual ruling is that essentially Georgia had the law where you could abort your baby and other states did not. And they ruled because Georgia had it. It was actually a constitutional right and that had prolonged. So it was a federal right. Right. But at that time, um, the big idea was three months. You know, there was first trimester that was agreed upon. And that was essentially what was happening. And they in kept pushing now, it more and more. Well, they pushed it more and more in each state. So then the argument on the other side of that uh, would be that, okay, if you consider abortion uh, a week after the baby's born or after the you're dilated, all of right. a sudden that would be allowed in each state. So this, this ruling would actually allow for each state to do that. Now, I'm not saying one way or the other on the issue, but I think that the timing of even allowing right, right. Jason, that to happen. But, I, but what I'm saying, I'm just saying is this. It's just to divide the country. The reason yeah, that for sure. I'm with you on that. And again, yeah. if you, if you are, 
uh, anti-abortion, that's fine. I have no problems with that. What I'm no, saying I, is, and, like, and again, I'm the not people saying that, on Sam, Twitter saying don't have sex unless you want to have kids. I mean, <laughs> where is that reality? Like, you you start going into these crazy places and you lose everybody with that. Well, I, I mean, I agree, but then you know what? When I watch the Virginia governor talking about keeping the baby. Uh, okay. basically comfortable, whether they right. choose to abort it or not. That's on the crazy side of the other. So no, I'm with I'm you totally on that, too. I'm totally well, with no, you on that. Again, but I'm just like I'm to sit there, there and say that that you shouldn't have sex unless you want to have kids. No, it's that's just, not the argument I'm making. No, I'm, no, I'm with you on that. I just want to be very clear what I'm saying to everybody because yeah. this is a dangerous place on a brand like this because they think I'm saying I'm anti-abortion. I personally don't even get there. I'm very clear on my position. I do not want the government telling anybody what they can or cannot do. That's just my position. I'm not going to flip-flop on anything. But, Bam, none of it. Now, specifically, we can get into specifics in terms of what other people want to do with their life. I, I, I'm i not for girls having abortions as a way to do uh, birth control. I don't think that's what it is. I just can't get to that discussion because I don't want the government telling anyone to do with their body. Just like I was. Hold on, Josh. I'll get you in. I promise. Uh, I don't want anybody like when it came with vaccines and stuff. But when you start saying things like you shouldn't have sex if you're unless you want to make a baby, that is going in to a crazy place and you start losing people who are in common sense. It's just the truth. I mean, I'm sorry. Telling people they can't have sex unless they want to bring children into the world is just I, I know. And I'll get beat like a pinata here. I get it. But I'm just telling you. That's when we start to see the shift into cuckoo town, into the far right. It's just not realistic. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. I'm just saying that the, the, the counterpoint to that is like infanticide. And that's 100 percent. I don't think that's right. Either. I'm yeah. just saying I, I'm just tell saying that that. that's why they've used this. And my, my point is this. They care less about Roe versus Wade. They care less about children's rights. They could care less about human rights, period. The people at the top. What they're trying to do is create a division and then 100 core issue yeah, for pretty, actual civil war. Yeah. You know I'm talking about breaking and demonizing more and more people. I think it's really one of those things where they're trying to divide the country even more. And then nobody's looking at the economy crashing. I agree, nobody's dude. Looking at the Pfizer data. One, that's my whole thing. Why well, the, the minute it dropped. It's, it's the timing that's so perfect about this because, again, what they've been trying to do, a part of destroying humanity is to divide everyone. So first you have 50% of people divided over the vaccine. Then you have people divided over Ukraine. Then you have yep. people divided over yep. abortion. Abortion is like the most hot topic issue in the world. The last thing most of us ever really want to get into a debate about because it's just a brutal debate to have to get into. But the point is, that is part of the divide and conquer plan. They want to split people and fracture them off in many as many ways as possible so no families can talk to each other no yep. friends will ever talk to each other yep. and if we are alone then we are totally fucked and look I mean the the whole thing with Roe Ro versus Wade is it's another issue of government we're talking about government says this and the government will respond by doing that and uh, never mind any of that um, the reality is what are you doing as an individual what are we doing as individuals and that is what they're trying to distract us from more than anything the idea is to shatter 
shatter everything it means to be human. We've been weakened. We've been coddled. Look at since World War II, every generation is more coddled than the last. It has become one of the, this is how humanity falls. You know, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good, uh, Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. We are weak men and we're causing hard times and we need to do whatever we can to look at those people in the middle of Africa that, you know, people call primitive and look at what they're doing because they can feed their family and they don't have to depend on anyone to do that. We have these houses, we have these lights, we have, some of us have glasses and hat. What, what the hell is any of this? I think humanity's lost. I think humanity doesn't know where it's at right now. And I think that's why it's so easy to break it apart. We're sitting here in this world that we were thrown into and after hundreds of thousands of years of having to fight for our food suddenly it's just being given to us essentially in one way or another and we just have accepted that because well that's just a way what we're what we perceive what we are used to and i think again we need to learn and just spend some time in the wilderness spend some time in nature set up a a camp you know get your own food get your own fish I, i mean we are so far gone from where we were and inevitably if things go the way they look like they will go then we will have no choice but to learn those things anyway. So better to be doing it before instead of after, you know? I'm with you. Listen, I just want to clarify my point of view, and I'll probably talk about it a million other times, (laughs) okay? I'm not saying, I'm not for abortions. I'm just before that. I'm not for the government telling you what to do. And if anyone gets mad at that, I can't really help you. I'm not going to flip flop on shit. I think the notion of killing children is just insanity. And too many people who have no skin in the game are fine with having an opinion on it. And I'm sorry. I have two daughters. I I live them with all. I couldn't imagine not having them in my life. I've talked about this before on my other shows. I just want everybody out there to know my position very clearly. I don't think people should, if they have, if you want to have a kid, you should have a kid. I don't think you should get an abortion. I don't think that should be the, the, the preferred way of doing uh, birth control. Okay. But I never will be cool with the government telling me what to do, whether it's vaccines, which I was told is going to save lives, the elderly, the immune compromise, or the other way, okay, I don't get into it. Do I prefer this way? I don't get into it. I'm just, I would prefer not. I also know that when we bring children into the world that have parents that don't like them, our prison systems get full, and we have homelessness, and we have 85% of the children who go missing are from uh, foster care. I'm just throwing those facts out. Do with it what you want, okay? Children should stop being kidnapped, and they should stop uh, printing so much currency. 100%. Josh, 100%. That would be great. If I could go, okay, uh, no abortions and no children get fucking kidnapped, I would like that. But where are we living in what reality right now? If I could that, do anything. That, don't, you don't think that venture is awfully close to an argument for eugenics, though? It sounds very similar to like, you know, we, we don't need to black people to reproduce because they're going to come up poor. And I mean, that was the same argument. I don't for think me, that's a good argument? argument. Yeah, I don't think that's argument? a good argument. Yeah. The, that, that, what argument? <clears throat> that, that, yeah, the kids that were going to be aborted. That, no, 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 no. I'm just telling you the facts, man. It's just the yeah, facts. Yeah, but that's. I'm curious what everybody else thinks on that. Do you do you think that's a good uh, argument? It's just the statistics. Okay. Yeah, uh, in favor of statistics. abortion, rather as as you know, a right to abortion. I I I just I, that well, to me ventures damn close to. Well, well I mean, isn't population that the control well, eugenics kind of argument? 
Or I'm not isn't that the rule? Gentlemen, my niece got out earlier on this eugenics conversation, and I now have to go pick her up All because right. I am. Take care, buddy. Does that sort uh, of thanks thing. for coming Lucky. on, Jason. Lucky. Listen, hey, no problem. But I do want to point out that, you know, I'm one of those poor kids that wasn't supposed to make anything of himself. I come from a 15 year old single mother who ended up marrying my father, which I bared the I ring it. out a I get week it. after my brother was born. And I'm glad that she had me. That's all, guys. Hey, live I love long guys. enough to be the villain. That's where I'm heading right now. Be long enough. Live long enough to be the villain. The villain. It's just going to happen. I see it happening because uh, I just have a fuck. I have something in the. Uh, this is it. I don't think people should begin abortions, but I'm not yeah. going to have the government tell me what my, they, I can or cannot do in my body. And if nobody listens to the show, what can I do? Well, my only thought really is killing babies, bad government, also bad government's the MVP of killing babies, um, whether <laughs> alive or in, in vitro. So I would just say, um, no, the government shouldn't have anything to do with it. Um, I'm actually totally okay with uh, Roe v. Wade being struck down because I think states should have, I think the more individual it gets to look, California, all the places where people are complaining about it the most, the and you know, the, everyone habit. has their own. Yeah. Uh, like they they can go and do it anyway. Like they, when this won't mean anything. This is a thing they manipulate these stories to make it. So you're okay with like it going, going down to, states, and I am too. Yeah, I am okay yeah. with it going down to states. Yeah. So this thing is. Wait, so I'm you're okay, okay with going down to people. So you're okay with the Supreme Supreme Court decision then? Yeah, I, well, I don't yeah, really. I'm, I'm, I'm Sam. I'm talking to Sam. Uh, yeah. So Sam, yeah, you're yeah. I've said I've said before, dude. I I I, I said before, dude. And I got to get super clear on this because I'm just going to get my dick kicked in and I know it. And it's just like, I don't want the government telling people what to do. I believe in states' rights and I don't think people should get an abortion, but I just don't want the government telling people what to do. Josh is right. The government is the like MVP of uh, baby killing. I get it. Uh, I just wish people wouldn't do it and that children are a blessing. And that's my whole thing. And bring on the pinata beating. I know it's going to happen. But I just will not get into a place of fucking people letting the government tell them what to do. I had the same fucking passion for uh, vaccines, and I'm just not going to change it, man. And I'm sorry, and I just want to be consistent on my shit. I'm fine with it going down. I'm actually, I'm actually really good with it going down to the states. Um, and that's kind of what. I, and thank you for saying that, Josh, because I am a states' rights guy. So there we go. That's my opinion. And, and I mean, it's kind of like the, the government, um, you know, going after pollution. I mean, the government pollutes more than anyone or going after health. They're the ones that make everyone unhealthy or going after poverty. They're the ones that are working so hard to make sure everyone's impoverished. So they get on their knees and beg for help from people like Elon Musk to bring it all the way around. So the, the reality is that again, and I've been saying this all along because I really do believe at the end of the day, this isn't a war really for control or money. That's a side effect. And they like that while it's happening, but this is a war on humanity. And if they can destroy what it means to be human, then they've one and uh i don't think they will i think we'll survive i think we'll win this one but it's going to be a long way out and it's going to be a lot of work yep man yep so it's been fun i'm sure everyone's going to get pissed i just seem to be pissing everybody off left and right and i I, can i say one thing too this is what the comments are going to be a lot of things a lot of bad shit is done with the fetuses i mean we yeah we get that that there's a whole black market for fetuses and, and and you know the that, adrenochrome yeah we, shit. we get that yeah 
Well, I don't, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but that's a lot of the comments whenever we talk about abortion are always about, you know, the uh, the black market for aborted fetuses. So, yeah, we understand. It's, uh, I get I it, mean, ma'am. I mean, and my thing is like by state by state, is it really that hard to go to another state if you need the abortion? Exactly. Like it's obviously yeah, worth I mean, the money. It's obviously worth the money. You to love children and bring yeah. children in because children are a blessing. They're brought in as a, you know, they're just light. They're just nothing but light. And that's it. I just don't want to get into a place where I allow the government to tell me what I can or cannot do. And that's where I'm going to stay on that. And I, I have more hope in, in everything going on because I think when people see what's happening and maybe we go back to where it's like, Hey man, I need to make a living off the internet and I have to grow my own shit and do my own stuff. And I totally get that, man. I totally get that. And maybe that's it. And I have, I'm fine with that, man, because that's kind of what I want to do. I want to grow my own food. I want to live on my own. I, the, you know, the more and more I start realizing I got to get off the internet. Twitter is toxic. Instagram's great for a couple things, but the rest of it is just hot garbage. And uh, TikTok is there to make you stupid. And that's what I believe in. So it is, uh, it is a kind of crazy ass thing, man. And let's see. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm sure the comment section is going to be pure fire. Uh, and that's life. This is what we got to do. I got to be honest with who I am and how I feel. And I hope you guys understand that's how I'm always going to be. I know I'm getting called a hypocrite on certain things, and which is funny. Uh, but that's life. And uh, anything else, Josh, would you like to say any last things? I love that Jason Burmese is still on. <laughs> Uh, I, I appreciate it as always, uh, as always, Sam. Um, hello to the swarm. If uh, whoever's watching, listening, whoever's left after this, whoever's episode. left. And, hey, well, I just love it. I love the diversity of things you have me on for Atlantis, Bitcoin. Uh, oh yeah, let's talk about Elon Musk and abortion. Great uh, man of many thoughts and ideas. And I, I do want to point out that the creator of Dogecoin told me a couple years ago in person, sell all that shit. What are you doing holding all that uh, all that nonsense? Like just sell it. I sold ten grand of it, and if I didn't. I'd have hundreds of millions of dollars today. So I want to thank the Dogecoin creator for making me dump everything and then going on Twitter and uh, sucking uh, Elon Musk's dick every single day. Uh, anyway, um, I appreciate you having me on. Go find me at World Alternative Media on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, Brighteon, and of course, I'm on Rockfin now as well. And I hope to I hope to get a few people over there because I'm really trying to do whatever I can to help build all of these platforms. And of course, at Josh Sigurdsson on Float.app. Thanks, Sam. All right. Uh, anything else, Xavier? No, we good. Let's go. Thank you for yesterday. That was an amazing night. And uh, dude, you guys need to get tickets for the show. They're they're unbelievable. Comedy Chaos is literally the greatest show on the planet. It is uh, the number one show at the number one club. And uh, again, sixty four sellouts. Johnny, any thoughts? Good episode. I will say one thing. Uh, PayPal didn't. Become I'm gonna get pay- killed. I'm PayPal, gonna get killed. PayPal didn't become PayPal until after Elon left. Uh, just FYI. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good times. Good times. Yeah. He changed the name of it. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, it, 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 it was, was a year after he left that it became people. PayPal. Two people. It was called sorry, something else. So then. you said yeah, that he changed the right. name to PayPal so he could get credit for it. It did not become PayPal until a year after he left. Do you understand? Right, what I'm saying? But he, but then, okay. You said the he changed the name PayPal. to PayPal okay. so he could get credit Thank for it. Thank you, Johnny. Thank it's you. Kinda like, it's kind of like watching Joe Rogan like live. 
live correct Alex Jones live on air. This is great. I appreciate the end of this show. This is great. Yeah, well, enjoy the fucking snuff film that was this episode. <laughs> I just, you know, dude, I'm just not going to have opinions anymore, say anything ever, and just the internet gets worse and worse, dude. All right, guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll Later. talk to you guys soon. See you next week. I hope you enjoyed all three episodes this week. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack.